views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. The following audio is via a Skype call. Let's talk about your juicy love with me, Luna Drake. We explore relationships, dating, sacred union, communication, conscious love, healthy boundaries, and much more. As a dating and relationship coach for over five years, with a background in shamanic healing and metaphysical work, I've helped men and women, young and old, from all walks of life. My mission is to increase peace, joy, and love on planet Earth. So listen in and stay juicy. Hey, everybody, I'm Dr. Pat, and I'm joined by Una Drake today. And this is about your juicy, juicy love. You know what? I love this topic. Love, trust, and vulnerability. You know, Una, usually we talk about one of these, but I guess we are talking about the bundle. It's like a bundle option, right? That's right. It's hard to get juicier than that that combo. Love, trust, and vulnerability, right? (laughs) Well, you know why I like that you're talking about it is because they really do go together. And uh, most of the time you put love and trust together and then you leave vulnerability out. And what I love about this today is you're bringing them all together. What is the importance for you, the work that you do? What is the importance about addressing all three of these together? Well, you can't really have real trust and real love without vulnerability in the mix. So, like, you can't have love without trust. I mean, it's very difficult to have an intimate, close relationship without trust. And you can't really have trust if there's no vulnerability involved, because if you if you don't actually if you're not actually vulnerable, if you trust someone, but they don't have a chance, they don't even have the opportunity to break your trust, then there's no actual trust involved. That's like control. So in trusting someone else, you're trusting that they can you're they have the opportunity basically to betray your trust. So there is vulnerability there. But without that, it's it's not a a loving, trusting relationship. It's something different. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's funny we talk about that. Um, I was talking with someone the other day and, you know, much of my life, I didn't cry very much and my early years. And now I can cry at the drop of a hat. I mean, I cry on radio. I cry. I cry. Um, And I think it's because I didn't think it was safe. But part of this conversation, too, is looking at love. When we say love and feel love, I don't think for a lot of folks, feeling love is safe either, right? Yeah. For a lot of people, um, love feels really scary. I think a lot of people have almost like armor around their heart. And in taking that armor down or making it penetrable in some sense involves, it feels scary because it does involve some vulnerability. If you're going to open your heart to someone else, then you're essentially handing them an opportunity to hurt you. Now, ideally you're going to use some wisdom in in who you open yourself up to, but, but yes, just to be available for 
love and for any kind of close relationship, you have to open yourself up, you know, kind of let down some of your guards. Otherwise, um, it's just never going to happen. You know, you, yeah. you can't get close enough to someone else for it to work. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and it can feel really, really scary because it's for, for some people, you know, you probably have been hurt in the past. You probably have opened your heart to someone else. And, and uh, you know, it has felt like it's been stomped on or you've you've been heartbroken or, you know, you, you've been hurt, you know, and whether that's in a romantic relationship, I don't know any adult, you know, past the age of like 20 or even 18 who hasn't right. gone through some sort of heartbreak in their life. And that's, that's hard. Um, and yet if we're not willing to put ourselves out there again and willing to make ourselves vulnerable, then there's no chance at finding love again because yeah. that's just part of the deal. What is that song? Love hurts. Oh my God! What a what a crazy song that is. You know, like the whole song is "Love hurts." You know, like that thing. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, all right, love does hurt sometimes. Um, and the question always comes: Would we go through it anyway? Yeah. Um, and so there is a scary nature to love, in in that when we're looking at love with somebody that is like a new love, that's a lot of unknowns, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. If, if you're opening your heart up to someone new, then um, yeah, it can feel scary, especially if you feel like, you know, you've maybe made some poor choices in the past or something like that. You might not trust yourself very much. You might not trust yourself to pick someone who's not going to totally hurt you, you know? Mm -hmm. And I say that we can only uh, trust other people to the degree that we trust ourselves. Um, I think there's a lot of truth in that. We have to trust ourselves to, to honor our own knowing, like whether we can trust somebody. And if they hurt us or if they feel like they're not a safe person, then we need to trust ourselves to set the appropriate boundaries and maybe back off or maybe, you know, not people, please. Maybe they're asking for our trust, mm -hmm. but it doesn't actually feel safe, you know? So mm -hmm. we need to trust ourselves to be able to navigate that, that line, you know, that dynamic. Does that make sense? Yeah. And then I think something that you also talk about is the fact that love opens up the door for vulnerability. And that's really where the scary nature may come from for people, right? Uh, yes. Um, yes. I mean, love and vulnerability go hand in hand. Um, and one of the things I also talk about is boundaries. I mean, and, uh, I think that boundaries always come into play uh, uh, when we're talking about relationships with other people. And, um, you know, boundaries, a, a lot of people think about personal boundaries and they think about like, oh, well, she has really strong boundaries. Like, you know, she's not going to put up with any crap or, you know, you know, he's not, you know, uh, you know, will never soften or something like that. You know, they mm -hmm. think of, you can't, you can think of like someone with like really, really strong boundaries, but in reality, uh, you know, when we have healthy boundaries, we have different, our boundaries can shift and change and they can be different as appropriate in different situations. And so, um, it's, it's, we have to trust ourselves to know what, 
the correct boundaries are in different situations. Because as you get to know someone, you are going to let your boundaries ease up a little bit because you know them and and the trust builds. But you're not going to necessarily just throw down all of your boundaries, you know, in an instant, you know, within the first day of meeting someone. I mean, that would be inappropriate, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, one of the things I think you're saying is that, you know, as vulnerability can trigger fear and shame and so many things, right? It's it's difficult, if not impossible, to make a real connection without it, without being vulnerable. It's really hard. And, you know, I've seen it work in couples where both of them, are not going to be make themselves vulnerable, and they set a norm in their relationship. Like, yeah, okay, there's just some places we're not going to go. But you know, I don't know how many people want to have sort of a faux relationship connection. Yeah, I think emotionally, that kind of relationship where you always have your guard up, uh, it just doesn't feel good. I mean, it's just not going to be a nurturing relationship for you to be in uh, for the long term. I mean, I think. You know, certainly you might have your guard up all the time, especially in a business environment or at work or, you know, even at at school or in some sort of professional environment. And, you know, you can go there, have your guard up, maintain your professional boundaries, et cetera, and then go home where you can ideally, you know, let your guard down, let your hair down and be with, you know, your family members, your close partner, your kids or, you know, people who really care about you that you can ease up a little bit and just relax and be yourself. If you have to keep your guard up 24 seven, that's just not going to work. You know, I mean, I think, I mean, yes, some people do it, but I think it leads to chronic stress, which leads to chronic, uh, other issues, you know, chronic, uh, can lead to health problems, frankly. I mean, to, to me, that's kind of like, I mean, I can't diagnose someone else's relationship, but I think that that's like a recipe for a very unhealthy situation that can lead to serious long-term consequences over time. So yeah. I'd say if that's the situation where you don't feel like you can relax and really let your guard down with a partner, that's something to look at. You know, is that really working for you or not? You know, I mean, I, it would be a question that I would ask somebody in that situation, you know? Right, right. Because the end game here is to have a juicy love. And that, that's, that's what right. we're talking about. We're, we're not like talking about, uh, you know, uh, love akin like an orange that's been sitting on the shelf for two years that absolutely <laughs> has no juice in it. I mean, we're not, that's not the end game I think most people want. You know, we don't open the door to love so that we can have a mediocre res- relationship. I, I don't know many people that do. Right. Maybe some people that do because they're looking at a different end game. You know, they're looking, okay, I'm okay with mediocre because guess what? That dude over there, that's a billionaire. So uh, different. But then then they say, like, if you marry for money, you pay for it. So Ah, (laughs) let's take a short break on that note uh, because, yeah, like I know those of you that are out there listening to this, you're thinking, yeah, billionaire. Wait a minute. Yeah. No. When we come back. We're going to talk about the juiciness of love, vulnerability, and what? The T word, trust. Una Drake is in the house, everybody. We'll be right back.
Tune in to E3 Influence Radio. Own your impact. Master your world. In this new hit show, Sarah Luce, empowerment coach and spiritual mentor, teaches us how to achieve our greatest potential to positively affect everything and everyone. The time is now to enlighten our minds, empower our hearts, and take energized action to raise the consciousness of our planet. Sarah shows us how with simple, easy-to-implement steps. To find out more about Sarah Luce and her E3 Influence program, visit sarahluce.com. Choose the new earth on the Cornelia Stephanie Show. Tune in each week on Transformation Talk Radio as Cornelia takes listeners on an odyssey of higher consciousness to inspire, educate, and empower. Cornelia guides people on the path of self-healing, peace, and liberation. The Cornelia Stephanie Show is your catalyst for anchoring heaven on earth on a global scale. For more information, go to corneliastephanie.com. Tune in to Knowledge Rook Radio with host Marge Potasic each Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Through many experiences, Marge was led to the Knowledge Book, a gift to humanity in its transition to the Golden Age, and it provided the truth and the answers. She now shares information from the Knowledge Book with you each week on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information, visit USA.TheKnowledgeBook.net. Take your own journey with the angels with Claire Candy Hoff's Heaven Sent Guided Angel Meditation CD. Letting go of concerns and living in the now. This beautiful CD walks listeners through practical exercises to help free them from the burdens, worries, and concerns of daily life. Walking a quarter of the way across the bridge, you see a bright emerald green light and sense a loving presence. This is Archangel Raphael's green healing energies nourishing and revitalizing you take a moment now to bathe in this green healing light giving you much more than just relaxation and stress release this wonderfully narrated cd provides vivid visualization soothing and inspiring music and an angel's choir that will bring you peace clarity and a newfound awareness visit angelhealinghouse.com today Hi, this is Laura Richer, host of On The Verge Radio. Sometimes you hear encouraging messages like transform your life now, become empowered, create the life you crave, and it all seems overwhelming and you're not sure where to start. I'm here to tell you that self-improvement is not always fun and easy, but it is always worth it. The path to creating positive changes begins with releasing the things that have been holding you back. Then you can create a life that inspires you. I know this because I've done it. You can find out more about what I do by visiting my website, seattlehealinghypnosis.com. I look forward to supporting you on your journey. I want to get Pat Benatar on the show. I want to get Pat on the show. Well, you want to talk about trust and love relationships. Benny, I think we need to get Hart on the show because I don't know what happened to those two girls. But I'm telling you, I want to talk to the Hart sisters so that we can get them together and say, let me mediate your love relationship and get you two sisters back. But that's another show. Maybe Una can talk to them. Today, Una Drake, we are so talking about today uh, what I love to talk about, your juicy love, but love, trust, vulnerability, yeah, LTV, everybody, (laughs) LTV. 
And if you think that you are going to be like in any relationship without LTV, no way, baby. No way is that going to happen. No way. You know, listen, Arnold Schwarzenegger, a friend of mine was telling me, Una, Arnold Schwarzenegger was interviewed. And they set up this big interview with Arnold, right? And he's like, Arnold, you know, yeah, you still haven't gotten divorced yet. You know, what, what, what do you make of it? Arnold answered the question, and basically this is what he said, and the interview was over. The guy didn't know what to do. Arnold says, yes, I screwed up. Yes, that's what happened. I screwed up. That's the end. I screwed up. You can't go anywhere without that. When somebody is that vulnerable and says, I screwed up, there's no place to go. But if we're not able to, uh, to uh, and please don't email me. I'm not condoning Arnold Schwarzenegger's behavior at all. But if we're not vulnerable enough to be accountable in relationships and seek out ways to creatively do it, boy, I'll tell you, it's a short-lived, lonely life. How is it that you're helping people take love and creativity and bring it to the next level? Well, there's a, a number of different ways to do that. Uh, like, I think vulnerability can, when, when someone gets to a point of vulnerability, like in a love relationship, there's basically two, two paths that they can take. There, one leads to shame, but one, you can take that vulnerability and take it in a creative path. And that's what I try to lead people in doing, because I think a lot of people get to the point of vulnerability and then they kind of crash down into shame. Like I'm not good enough or, you know, I'll, I'm not lovable or, you know, they, it triggers a shame reaction in them. But if you think about like the analogy of a seed, I think about a, a seed, like a, a, a seed is dormant and it a seeds usually have like a shell around them. But when a seed gets wet, like say, you know, rain falls on the soil and the seed, you know, it starts to penetrate the shell of the seed. That could be like uh, ourselves, you know, feeling emotion, you know, our, 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 you know, guard gets, you know, penetrated by the, the emotion, the emotion that we're feeling. And then the seed starts to break open and that's like our hearts breaking open. So it's vulnerable. At that point, the seed can do one of two things. It can go into a shame reaction, which I would say like that, then the seed just rots in the soil and it dies. Or the seed can have a creative spark and it can actually sprout and it can start to grow. And so I think that, you know, when we're in a situation where we're kind of broken open by emotion and we're feeling vulnerable, we can do one of two things. We can go into shame and like contract, become smaller, or we can take that, that vulnerability, that emotion that we're feeling and create. And I think, you know, not everyone in our culture is, is fluent in emotions and is fluent in translating emotions into creative expression. But when that can happen, when that can be done, then we have a, a chance to process those emotions in a, in a way that just, takes it to a new level. It's like we're, oh, yeah, we're able yeah, yeah. To, to integrate it. Yeah. So I love what you're talking about. I love this. I really love this. You are so right on track. I am not sure why everybody in the world isn't working with you on this because creativity, lack of creativity 
in any relationship, whether it's like I'm living with you and, you know, Una and I, by the way, we're not living together. But if I were and we were in this deal, we would have to be so willing to open up trust and share what we're feeling and at the same time respect each other. But I want to put a caveat on this. You and I today are not talking about abusive relationships or narcissistic relationships. Absolutely. We will do a whole nother show on that, okay? We're not saying to you folks out there, open up trust with sociopaths. No. No, that's that's not. We're talking about, listen, you guys both signed up for a love relationship, and we're not just talking man and woman. We're talking man and woman, man and man. Woman and woman, whatever it is, all the rules apply. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, and yes. What? Uh, so, I find that just giving people some create some tools to yeah. translate their emotions into a creative process can really help. Because, like we were saying, a lot of people don't know even how to handle the emotions that they're dealing with. And so, I teach a process. I call it my uh, mandala inspiration. Well, I teach a a workshop, a a mandala inspiration play shop is what I call it. Um, And I have several of them coming up here shortly. How can people uh, find out more about those? Okay, because who doesn't want to play? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, So, uh, yeah, you can find out more. uh, We have a, a, I'll have a link on on my, on my website. But um, there's basically what I do is I teach people a method that I learned out of expressive arts therapy training. I have professional training in expressive arts therapy and I teach people a method to, uh, to get their emotions out of the nonverbal part of part of themselves. You know, a lot of times emotions are really nonverbal and then you, I bring them and I lead people into uh, creating a visual representation like a mandala, like a, a circular artwork, and then reading the symbolism out of that. And a lot of times that leads to insights directly from people's subconscious, like directly from their intuition that can really help them process what they're going through and lead to really profound insights as to like what to do next or yeah. like how to like, okay, so this is what I'm dealing with. What is the key insight that I need in order to move forward? And and uh, people can get that directly out of this process. And it's something that, honestly, you can do almost anywhere, anytime, as long as you have can, like, draw on a piece of paper. You know, I mean, it helps if you have paints and, you know, nice art supplies and things like that. But you honestly don't even need that. You just need to be able to draw on a piece of paper. Well, <laughs> well but the reason that this is so important is because... Creativity and what you're saying that you do with people taps into a whole part, other part of the brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whole, whole other part of the brain. Um, I I used to coach a couple. I you know I don't really talk about my coaching practice a lot, but I was coaching a couple. And you know one of the things I I'm not a relationship coach, but one of the things I like to check in on. You know this was about a business they were doing together. But every once in a while, you want to know, like, where are these guys? So I asked them a simple question. I said, look, you guys on a piece of paper, just write down, you know, you're going to work together. This is your business. Can you just write, like, pick a color that represents your love relationship? Now, I'm telling you, 
if people come to you and they want to work on a business together and they're married, you're going to expect that they're going to pick a color on their paper. These two pick black, both of them pick black. And so here I am and I thought, oh, okay, maybe they're goths. Maybe they're goth people. Maybe black is like a good thing, right? You know, like black is black. Maybe black is a good thing. But that's what you find out when you allow the creative part of love. Now, hopefully, you're going to help people get black from black to red, maybe. Uh Or Or green. I think green is growing, you know. (laughs) There you go. Um, But this is part of what you're doing is to say we got to step out of ourselves. And how do we step out of ourselves if all of the time we're in our brain, in our brain, in our brain? And what you've created is that mandala workshop. I can't wait till you do that. People get to show up creatively fun and get juicy. Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, it's really about being juicy. And juicy means that you're feeling your emotions, you know, and not all of the emotions that we're going to feel, you know, in a in a lifetime, in a day even, are going to be, you know, positive. I say that like in air quotes, you know. Um, you know, we're going to have some tougher emotions, too. And the it's not we don't want to just be pushing those away. We want to welcome them and say, hey, I feel you, too. I see you, too. And let's but let's process it in a way that's going to be positive, you know, or that that you can turn it into gold. So, so to speak, it's like an alchemical process, you know, where you take like a base emotion and turn it into, you know, through a creative process, you turn it into something that you can grow from or that you can learn from or that, you know, can enrich your life in some way. Oh, yeah, because we're going to talk about this when we come back. We're going to talk about trust, you know, and one of the things that we get to explore in this journey that we decide to take with another person is how to operate together, you know, even on silly things. Um, I, uh, this is a silly thing, but this is about trust, right? So I got these, like, uh, these are my little foot foot things for when I play table tennis, right? I like to put the foot gels in, right? So I was talking to somebody close to me about my little new foot gel things here. And it's not a commercial for Dr. Scholl's, but I like extra, right? So I'm like really excited about my little foot gel things. All of a sudden it's like, really? You just spent money on your foot gel thing. And I said, yeah, what's the matter with that? They said, aren't you the one that just paid like $100 for your table, your ping pong shoes? Why would you need to spend? And so I found myself in a conversation saying, yeah, but I got these at 75% off. Now, what has this got to do with anything? When we come back, we're going to talk about trust and control. Trust and control. So. Will I ever look at this person again and get all super excited about my Dr. Scholl's foot gels? Or will I think to myself, hmm, probably not going to do that. Stay tuned. Trust, control, all of the above. And it does have everything to do with love. Una Drake's in the house. We'll be right back.
Ignite Your Inner Magic on Grow Your Soul Radio with Jane Matanga. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as host Jane Matanga explores how to overcome your fears to help you gain the inspiration you need to awaken your path to joy. Learn the way to life mastery and the enlightened path with Grow Your Soul Radio. For more information on Jane Matanga and her work, visit enlightened-path.com. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit jenroyster.com for more information. Tune in to the hit show, Raging Skillet Radio, mouthing off with Chef Rossi. Chef Rossi mouths off about different subjects in pursuit of breaking down walls and opening up your minds. She and Dr. Pat banter back and forth, taking from the headlines of the day on subjects that reach beyond what goes on in the world into your hearts and go to the ragingskillet.com to find out more and let chef rossi know what's on your mind stay juicy tune in to your juicy love with me una drake co-hosting monthly with dr pat and every second monday at 12 p.m on transformation talk radio my show your juicy love helps you find the dynamic life-affirming love you've always wanted Transform your relationships and bring peace, joy, and juicy, juicy love to planet Earth. For more information, visit unadrake.com. Interested in deepening your spiritual practice? The School for Esoteric Studies offers online training to spiritual seekers from all paths of life and individual coaching. Our courses synthesize Eastern and Western spiritual traditions based on meditation, study, and service applied to everyday life. To learn more about our courses and services, please visit www.esotericstudies.net. Have you ever heard of the 90-10 rule? It goes like this. 90% of the time, no one is thinking of you. 90% of the time, everyone's thinking about themselves. And if you think of it like that, it takes the weight off because now you're not being judged. I'm Megan Edge. I'd love for you to join me on Playing on the Edge Radio, Radical Change with Ease, with my co-host Dr. Pat on Transformation Radio FM. Everybody, welcome back. You know, your juicy love with Una Drake. I get to hang out with her during these shows, but she has a fabulous show. And it is all about juicy love. And, you know, today we happen to be talking about love, trust, and vulnerability. And, yeah, LTV. And the reason that this is important is because each of them provide a separate dynamic in the relationship. And what Una does is she works with individuals and couples and helping them understand what that dynamic is and how to make that dynamic juicy. Uh, Now we're going to chat a little bit about this idea of trust versus control. 
trust versus control. Now, those of you that are out there sending these instant messages in about my little sneaker gel things, trust me, I'm going to put them in those sneakers anyway. But Una, before we jump to that, I just want to ask you, how do we how do we find out more about this? How do we find out more about you? But also more importantly, some of these creative events that you're doing. Uh, yeah, well, you can go to my website, unadrake.com, U-N-A-D-R-A-K-E.com. And you can read all about me. You can read my blog. I recently did a blog post on love, trust, and vulnerability. So if you're really enjoying the show, you know, you might enjoy that blog post. And um, you can also find uh, links uh, to the uh, event that I'm having at East West Bookshop coming up on May 23rd. Of course, this is 2018. Uh, you know, at East West Bookshop, 6.30 to 8.30 p.m., I'm going to do a mandala play shop uh, there at East West Bookshop in Seattle. Um, now, I am doing a couple of also uh, mandala play shops at Seattle Makers in South Lake Union. Um, I, at this time, I don't actually have a link to that on my site because I was just given the link yesterday. But um, that... Um, I'll get it onto my site, and um, and uh, that's coming up. There's one next week on April 4th, and then there's going to be one in early May as well at that space. So there's lots of options for you to participate in the um, you know Mandala Inspiration Play Shops, and it's a great way to start to explore your own emotion and to st- explore and learn a, a proven method, I mean, that just works every time, to take the emotions that you're feeling, the vulnerability that you're feeling and translate that into a creative expression. Awesome. Um, Okay. Trust versus control. You know, this is really um, very complex, you know, to really try to describe. And I gave a silly example. Um, But in one example... You know, I'm happy and trusting that my little table tennis gels, right? The other example is a response that might look like control. Like, you know what? Did you really need to spend that blah, blah, blah on that? And this happens in relationships all the time. But what is the difference for you between trust and control? And how can people pinpoint when that's going on? Yeah, I think it's it's can be a process for people to to get used to that dynamic. I'm definitely someone who used to be controlling, and I didn't even realize that I was controlling. So this is something that I've definitely uh, played around with a lot in just my own awareness. But basically, trust is like you're opening. I, I think of it as like opening and expansive. So you're letting go, and you're trusting the other person to handle it. You know, you're trusting like, you know, uh, your friend could trust you that you're spending your money wisely in a way that's going to benefit you and you're dealing with it, you know, that you're making the right decisions for you. Um, And but control is like tightening. It's like, oh, I need to control even on a subtle level, like what this other person is doing and the decisions that they're making. And I know better than them what will work for them. Um, I mean, so it's basically like thinking that you know better than than the other person. And 
Or in a relationship, especially, control can show up as trying to control the other person's actions yeah. in order to protect the self. Like, yeah. uh, I need to control, you know, what my partner does because if maybe I don't trust that they're going to remain faithful to me or maybe right. I don't trust that they're going to, you know, in, in, a, in a case of joint resources, I don't trust that they're going to spend our, our joint money responsibly or something like that. So it's like, you know, in a, in a intimate relationship, I mean, there is a lot of, um, trust, but a lot of, you know, there should, ideally there's trust, but if there's not trust, then you can, if you find yourself kind of tightening and, and kind of trying to be overly involved in the decisions that your partner's making, there might be some control there. That would be something to look at. So I think yeah. if control is tightening up, constricting, whereas trust is, is relaxing. Yeah. Uh, and so is vulnerability. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. And again, you know, I think, Una, you and I are not talking about um, trusting and opening up and being vulnerable to people that are abusive or people that don't respect us. Really not saying that. We're talking about two people that want to come together, that want to have a juicy love. Yeah, absolutely. And that's where that's where we get to something that I mentioned earlier in this episode, but I just want to say it again, that we can only trust other people to the degree that we trust ourselves. And part of trusting ourselves is trusting ourselves to to understand and protect ourselves if we are in an abusive situation and to not just, you know, say, "Okay, I'm open for anything." You know, I'm it's not trusting blindly, you know, we have to, as a, as a grownups, I mean, I, and the show, I'm assuming if you're listening to the show that you're a grown up and that you have basic control over your life and yourself, you know, and your resources. So, mm-hmm. you know, you have to be a grown up and protect yourself, you know, and, and evaluate other people, evaluate situations responsibly. Now, that's not saying that you'll never make a mistake. You know, sometimes we do make mistakes and sometimes we, you know, sometimes things happen. And it's not our fault. Bad things just happen, you know, but, um, but if you are in an abusive situation, then yes, you have to recognize that and get out of it. But if it's not an abusive situation, you're just feeling a little bit triggered or a little bit, um, Oh, you know, usually it's something from the past that gets hurt. Your heart yeah. sometimes, you get a little, your heart hurts. Yeah, You know, exactly. you can feel when your heart hurts, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And so that's where um, then it would be, you know, your responsibility to, you know, ideally talk to your partner about it or, yeah, you know, not like in an accusing way, but, you know, just you work it out, you know, you work it out and, or you take your emotions and you do something creative with it. And you, you know, you alleviate that stress or whatever that you're feeling in a positive way. Does that make sense? No, it totally makes sense. And, you know, part of this too is you got to start somewhere. You know, you have to start somewhere when you're, you're, you're saying to yourself, I absolutely want a juicy love relationship. And so what are the things that I really need to know? Um, One of the things that I know that you look at is the fact that we can only trust others to the extent that we trust ourselves. That is big, right? Yeah, it really is. And so so part of that is, again, 
trusting ourselves to recognize if a situation is good for us or not good for us and trusting ourselves to take us out of a situation that's really toxic or you know abusive not good for us but it's also trusting ourselves to handle it if we do get hurt or if we do make a mistake so it's trusting ourselves to be able to clean up a mess if a mess inevitably happens you know because you know, love can be kind of messy sometimes. You know, sometimes we do make mistakes. Sometimes we don't make the right judgment call. We're human beings, you know? And sometimes our partner, even a loving partner, a devoted partner, might hurt our feelings, you know? Sometimes even if we're in a juicy love, a juicy relationship, and, you know, like you were saying, it's just natural. It's just going to happen that sometimes we're going to feel a little bruised, you know, and it doesn't mean necessarily that our partner was trying to hurt us or that they're abusive or anything like that. But I mean, not necessarily, you know, I mean, you got to evaluate, but, you know, but we got to trust ourselves to be able to handle it, to be Mm -hmm. able to be resilient enough to not shatter, but to be able to, um, you know, comfort ourselves or pick Mm -hmm. ourselves back up or to be able to handle the negative emotions that we might be feeling in a positive way, you know, or to be able to move on, you know? Yeah. Well, one of the things I think also that um, is important in the work you do is that, you know, be really mindful of what comes out of your mouth in the heat of a moment. Yeah. Yeah. Because that that's owning your own responsibility towards your partner you know, and towards, you know, towards the relationship and being, showing up as a loving partner is, uh, yeah, you know, being mindful of our words because our words can really sting uh, our our loved ones and those close to us, those who have opened their hearts and trusted us with their hearts, who have been vulnerable towards us. We want to make sure that we're, uh, you know, holding their their hearts tenderly, Mm. You know, and being responsible. So, so yes, absolutely. Um, you know, think, we want to be careful of, of our, our words. You know, not to the extent that we're silencing ourselves, though, because we do still need to express ourselves and be able to make sure that we're not just stuffing everything inside. Um, so right. it, it's, a, it's a dance. It's a balance. This it's whole a thing dance. Is, it's, a, it is. it's a dance. It is. And when we come back, we're going to talk about a dance that happens to a lot of us. How do we love again after Heartbreak Hotel shows up? Yep, that's what we're going to talk about. What does it really mean? And is that the pinnacle of vulnerability? Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back. Have you ever said to yourself, I need to let this go? While the phrase sounds effective, what does it actually mean? How do you let something go? Hi, I'm Eve from Elite Tarot, host of the weekly show, Mainstream Metaphysics Radio. As an intuitive coach and professional tarot card reader, I work with clients worldwide on using energy effectively to embrace joy. Here's an idea when letting something go. Find a time you won't be disturbed and just between you and the universe, handwrite a letter sharing all your feelings of anger, hurt, and sadness. At the end, write, however, I choose to live my life with love, joy, and strength, and so for all that, I release you. 
After you sign your name, immediately shred the letter noting how your body physically feels as you release something that you've been carrying for oh so long. If you'd like to schedule a session, please visit my site at EliteTarot.com. That's E-L-I-T-E-T-A-R-O-T.com. Tune in to the Psychic Professors Show, The Voices of Spirit Radio, with international medium and spirit artist Dr. Susan Barnes on Transformation Talk Radio. Featuring a variety of spiritual topics such as psychic art, spiritualism, EVP, psychic development, and mediumship. This hit call-in show provides listeners with breakthrough wisdom to enliven and enlighten their lives. Visit spiritartgallery.net. Tune in each Friday, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. If you're dealing with fear and anxiety, you've probably noticed that the more you fight these emotions, the stronger they seem to get. Dr. Friedemann Schaub, the author of The Fear and Anxiety Solution, explains that instead of suppressing, we need to identify and resolve the deeper, subconscious root causes of fear and anxiety. His personal breakthrough program has helped thousands worldwide to overcome their emotional challenges. To learn more, visit thefearandanxietysolution.com and schedule your free consultation with Dr. Schaub now. Relationships are bridges. Truly, they are bridges. Think about it. We're all here for our journey. And relationships help us fulfill ourselves, find ourselves, and get to the highest potential. So as you need, as you fulfill your dreams, you also give people space to fulfill their dreams. So remember integrity, respectfulness, and nice, deep love, and soft touch is essential for every every relationship so what are we not going to do we are not going to possess we are not going to be overly attached and be a tag on and we will not uh, unnecessarily get involved or control others because when we do so we lose ourselves we lose our path so let us live with love respect and some beautiful dignity Yeah, boy, I'll tell you, Benny, you busted that out of the archive, didn't you? Oh, wow. dusted off for sure. <laughs> and, um, I mean, who hasn't heard that song from one time to the other? Um, but love doesn't have to be a battlefield. And, Una, I think today what you're talking about is love does not have to be a battlefield. It can be juicy. Um, but this one right here is... Can it be juicy, Una, even for people that have been in relationships where their hearts have been broken, where maybe they've been betrayed? You know, maybe they've been subjected to abuse or cheating or any of the above. Is there a juicy love for them? Yes, there is. If they have the courage to put themselves out there, if they have the courage to risk opening their heart again. And I realize that that can seem like the most scary thing imaginable, but it's worth it. It's really, really totally worth it. So uh, I just want to talk a little bit about like what that process might look like for somebody, you know, to go from you know, having been hurt and really feeling very, very guarded and not sure if they want to 
enter into a loving relationship again, or not really not even knowing if it's possible. Because I think most people that I've talked to who have experienced, you know, profound heartache, you know, profound betrayal, profound pain, really the first step in the process of moving forward towards juicy love is even being open to hope that it's even possible. Because I think that in itself requires even a micro degree of vulnerability. It's not even to the stage of opening their heart to another person, but it's just the stage of opening their heart or hoping even within themselves, like opening to that possibility that it could happen, that it could be out there. And for a lot of people, even that step is painful because it brings up the possibility of being hurt again. So if this is you, or if you can see yourself in this situation, I'd encourage you, you know, give me a call. I I can definitely help you along in this process to take you from where you're at and help you get to the next step, you know, of even opening your heart to the the hope of a better relationship, the hope of a possibility of a juicy love. Uh, And I'd say, Honestly, going to um, to one of my mandala play shops would be a great first step because that can help you uh, process the pain that you might be going through and process it into a positive thing and, and give you the inspiration to move forward. I know that for myself, like I've been doing this mandala work for almost 20 years now. But one of the most profound times in my life, I mean, it's helped me out of a lot of situations, but one of the things that, what, where I really used it and really made a profound difference for me was after I went through a, a really bad breakup. Um, this was in, uh, in 2011. And I had uh, been through a couple of relationships that I really thought at the time were like the one. So I had been through honestly two profound breakups in within less than a year. Uh, and after the last one, I was, I was basically on the floor. I was ready to just close my, my heart up and say, well, I'm just not gonna, I'm just not gonna think about dating or love again for, for years. I'm just going to put, put it on a shelf and walk away. But so I, and I did this process, but I, I knew, I knew at some level that that wasn't the right move for me like that. I knew that that's not what I really wanted. I wanted to open up. I wanted to have love in my life. So I did the mandala process for myself and I got inspiration and I got, I, it reconnected to me, me to what I really wanted in a relationship as opposed to what I'd been getting in past relationships. And it, it, uh, basically one of the images that I got was of, um, of a puppy, a, a golden retriever puppy that had a rose on its back. So I'm not saying that's the most sophisticated imagery, but it was the imagery that, that talked to me and talked to my heart, you know, and that's what, that's what comes through in these mandala processes is that it's, it's the imagery that makes sense to you. It's the imagery that talks to your heart. So you can see that I'm even having some vulnerability of just sharing about yeah. that, that image, but yeah. basically the, the, that, gave me the hope to keep moving forward because it allowed me to connect to what I really wanted in a relationship, which was... I, I agree with you. And and what I love about that is that, you know, 
I'm totally right there with you with the golden retriever, although mine might be a collie. But <laughs> I'm right there with you because what it talks about is an unconditional love and an opening, a possibility yeah. of that. Absolutely. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And and just being able to connect with that that quality, I think of it in terms of like law of attraction. Once you connect into the vibration, the vibrational quality of what you're going after, you know, in love or in any other area of your life, according to the law of attraction, once you're able to connect with that vibration, then you're much more easily able to pull it towards you. And so that's why, honestly, uh, getting clarity around Helping my clients get clarity around what they're actually looking for in a relationship is super, super important. And so I'd say after the first step of, you know, say opening up to the hope of uh, that that a, that a juicy love relationship is even possible, the very next step I would say is uh, is getting clarity around what you're really looking for and being able to put to paint a positive picture of what you want in like in positive terms like this is what i'm looking for where it's all in positive sense and you might you might start with what you don't want but eventually i always want to get my clients to be able to state the what they want in terms of positives not in terms of negatives because once you're able to to state and have a really really clear picture of what you're looking for it is all in positives. Then you're able to really hone in on that, and you're not. There's no. Um, there's no barriers then in your in your energetic yeah. field. Do you see yeah. what I'm saying? I do. And you know, sometimes for some people that have been traumatized by past relationships, maybe their starting point is, you know, I just don't want to be in another re- abusive relationship. And maybe that's a starting point. And, you know, what I hear you saying is that what you do is you help people wherever they are get from there to juicy. Indeed. Yes, absolutely. And for anyone who, if you want to work with me, uh, give me a call. You know, give me a call. My number's on my website and you can, um, I'd really love to work with you. I do even offer, you know, free introductory sessions. You know, I'll talk with you. See where you're at. See, you know, offer you some suggestions on how to move forward. If it's a good fit for us to work together, I'd love to work with you. Awesome. Um, so, yeah, my website is unadrake.com. You can email me through the site. You can, uh, my phone number is on the site. You know, give me a call. I would love to work with you. If you are listening to the show and you think that there could be some possibility, maybe it's opened up the hope of a, of a juicy love for you. Let's talk. Let's talk. I love it. Una, thank you for today. Thank you for all that you do. One last question for you. What's your personal message? What do you want to leave us with? Ah, That love is alive and you want to tune into love and be alive and let life grow in in you. Don't shut down. Don't, Don't contract. Don't become that seed that just goes into, you know, shame and contraction and just dies in the soil. Instead, be creative, love, put yourself out there. And that it involves so much courage, it's profound courage. And yet it's, it's the bravest, best thing that you can do in your life. You've been listening to Your Juicy Love with me, Una Drake. Tune in each month as Dr. Pat and I co-host together 
creating juicy conversations. And every second Monday at 12 p.m. on Transformation Talk Radio, I interview amazing guests and you'll learn how to transform your relationships so you can stay juicy. To learn more about me or to listen to past shows, visit my website at unadrake.com. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.